Welcome to the intersection of Black culture and horticulture with your girl, Cola B. Talking. And guess what, y'all? We black in the garden. Hey, Soil Cousins, it's your girl, Cola B. Talking, your hostess with the mostest. And I am so glad, as I am on every episode, to join you, but ever more excited on this episode that... It's just, it's a little bit late, but it's okay because we are still on time. Because what is time, really? Remember, we're still living in a pandemonium. So give me a little bit of grace as I'm adjusting to a lot of things in my life that are new, aka spring, but that's not exactly what I meant. But of course, it is now spring, a whole new season. It's 2021. A year that none of us could have really anticipated would be whatever it is. And I hope that it is going well for you. What is this? Third quarter? First? What am I saying? Third month. (laughs) First quarter. And I mean, I couldn't be more turned up for this whole new season because I'm pretty sure I said this on the last episode that spring is absolutely my favorite season and the beginning of spring feels like my personal new year. It's like the gardener's new year. Y'all know what I mean. And it's dope because there's new, there's the newness in the air. There is the promise of the sprouting of the buds and all of that. But, but it had to be a but, didn't it? Unfortunately, Not only do the beautiful and vibrant and vernal things spring up, but we also have the weeds that spring up. And in reference to the cultural aspect of it all, you know, we still black in the garden, but we are also, as soil cousins, brown in the garden and every other manner of marginalized people. All right. And... So unfortunately, these weeds that I speak of, hatred, racism, xenophobia, hatred, xenophobia, and just downright ashiness. Look, this is a time to feel fresh and renewed and in the the spirit of not being ashy, because really all of that is just under the category of ashiness. So I am encouraging us all to just, you know, reinvigorate ourselves, continue to learn more, continue to speak more, continue to advocate for justice and equality and get out there, not just with your mouths, but with your shovels and all of your garden tools, because it is still true that what we're able to do just by being able to grow things or even just sharing plants is very revolutionary in the concept of being able to grow our own food. That's that's a pretty simple way of thinking about, yes, that's revolutionary, but also in giving a plant, in hosting some kind of swap Let's do this responsibly and safely, of course. I'm I'm only advocating for anybody to be face-to-face if they're doing so in a safe manner. But by sharing plants or by enjoying 
plants because there's, you know, there's more than one way to go about it besides growing plants just to eat, AKA garden, agriculture, whatever. But I guess on the horticultural side and just considering, you know, beautiful landscaping, planting flowers, just a planting of a seed, you know, just enjoying the beauty of nature that is what plants are anyway. The emphasis on the joy, more of that, because it turns out joy is revolutionary. And the more joy that we are able to spread and have in the world, it's undoubtedly taking away from the pain and the sadness and the despair that comes along with all the bullshit that we are constantly having to consider as far as just getting through, just getting by. You know, like I said, it is a whole ass pandemic, unfortunately, and people are still out here wilding the fuck out. But plant a seed. That's the best that I can say. <laughs> the One of the best metaphors for optimism is planting a seed. Because I'm not going to wax very deeply on the injustices that are occurring, the cycle of violence that is occurring. Now, what I will say very specifically and very because it just needs to be said specifically and plainly is that we certainly not are not, like I just said, are not just black in the garden, but we are every color in the garden. And I am standing in solidarity as we should be with our Asian community, our Asian soil cousins and everything that encompasses that. And I don't want to sit up here and, and try to break down all the acronyms and everything because I am not one, like many of us, to have a, a deep knowledge of all of the... Because that's a whole diaspora, really. You know what I'm saying? Of all that encompasses what we call Asian. But no matter what the case may be, not being white does not mean that you should be subjected to violence. And being white and being out here committing heinous crimes and terrorism absolutely means that you should be held accountable and we should call it what the hell it is. So that's all I'm going to say about that. And on a lighter note, on a more hopeful note, hoping that you have already gotten to blkinthegarden.com to get your mustard teas. We got swag. Black in the Garden is out here just ready to have all the soil cousins geared up for the spring, looking very lovely in the melanin on mustard pocket teas. So get on down to blkinthegarden.com. The supplies are limited. You need to go ahead and get yours because this is a very special inaugural run of Black in the Garden swag. I'm very excited. I'm very proud. This is a Black-owned operation. The t-shirts are distributed by and designed by and all the buys, the Blacks. Okay, 
we out here. It's it's not just me. So there is that. And getting into this interview, oh my gosh. Just in the spirit of the spring and the newness of it all, I had a really fun conversation with Halise, who you are about to be introduced to if you don't already know her. And I just came to find out because I was already definitely inspired by her work as as a videographer and and seeing her as a personality and all that I was like yo she's dope oh my gosh she's a new plant mom she's a plantemic mom y'all come to find out so Halise is on uh this episode coming up in just a few hot seconds And I just want to take a note, and I meant to say this before, but the pre-production of it all, with that in mind, just know that this episode, or this interview rather, was recorded on last year, uh, about the fall of last year. Um, That's just how I was rolling. I was like, let's get these interviews popping, boo, just like I'm snapping my fingers right now. So I hope that you enjoy. I hope that you go on and get your shirts right quick while you're listening. Usual fingers to to type and to do the things, get into the show notes and get that while you're using your ears to enjoy this interview and this dope episode, as per usual, of Black in the Garden. Soil Cousins, I appreciate you and I am out. After the interview is done, y'all go frolic somewhere, okay? All right, so today on Black in the Garden, we are joined by Halise, who is a an amazing content creator, a teacher, a producer, that's H-E-R at the end, a storyteller, and a new plant mama. And we're going to get into all of that. I'm excited. Welcome, Halise. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining me. It is such a pleasure. I really love your vibe. And I always feel like when I'm watching your videos, this is a calm time. This is a let's just be in the moment kind of, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure you've been told that before. Good. That's the goal. (laughs) Well, look at that. Mission accomplished for you. That is the goal. So I'm going to lead in to this interview because, you know, Kobe talking is it's very true. I really do that. So I'm going to ask the first question, which is, when did you first realize that plants were an important part of your life? Yeah, I don't know if there's actually a defining moment where I realized that plants were important. I think that's because most of my family is from Virginia and the Carolinas. And Mm. so my grandfather always grew stuff. So I grew grew up every summer going back to visit my extended family and he would have tomatoes that he was working on or cabbage or kale or like whatever. And so he was always growing things, growing things for sustenance. My dad always grew peppers, something for sustenance, just like countrymen, that's how they do. I think for me, it was more like, I didn't realize that plants could just have an aesthetic purpose. Oh. Yeah, into my 20s. That's when I was like, oh, right, you could just have a plant because it's cute. (laughs) And like, that's it. (laughs) Kind of like a, you almost want to call it like superficial, right? Yeah, almost. I mean, just like, or you could have plants as a design element. For sure. That was a new vibe for me that I didn't really figure out until my 20s. For me, it was like, if you can't eat it, why are you growing it? Okay, so you had come up before you 
had that revelation of, oh, cool, this could just be a cute decorative element in my space. But before that, it was a very like practical, kind of even maybe purist approach to this plant must serve a purpose and it must be for sustenance. So I get that and I, I appreciate that. I love asking that question because I just love what comes up and how it like takes us to the next part. So let's see. Okay, so you was in your 20s, right? <laughs> and that's when you got you a cute plant. Do you remember what that plant was? When I started taking plants seriously and like having them in my house or in my Mm -hmm. apartment, we had just moved here to San Antonio and I went to Home Depot and they had those like giant palm ferns things. Those big ones, they're super tall and they're like, they're like palm leaves. I think they're just like palm leaves, some variation of that. And I bought like two of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I bought like two of those and put them in my apartment. We lived in a house at the time because I just thought Mm -hmm. they were so awesome and big and pretty. And they just really like filled out the space and just, I was like, oh, now this feels so homey. And that was how I began to like keep getting more. Uh Uh-oh, I know how that goes. Okay, so (laughs) these were, the best I can understand, these were palms. And how did you do with them? Like, did they thrive in your care? No. (laughs) Oh, I I thought it was going to be a happy ending. (laughs) No, I want to say, oh man spider mites got to them both and slowly ate away at them i tried everything eventually just was like and you need to go with god now (laughs) you know (laughs) i am sorry to hear that you you gonna meet them at the crossroads what can i I say you will i will meet a lot of plants at the crossroads unfortunately (laughs) we all will because the thing about gardening, one of the ways that I define it is the practice of not killing plants. And I know uh, recently just getting into the content that you create, as I I said, we was going to get into what she do, y'all. She's a content creator. And she recently made a video about plant fails. Yes. You want to talk about it? You feel triggered? (laughs) I mean... That was your first major plant fail. And the spider mites, listen, they're not for the faint of heart and they definitely not for novice plant keepers because they they know what they do and you don't. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing. I would still say that I'm very, 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 very novice. Like some of the people in the comments are just like, oh, that, what's that word? Let me Google that. You know? <laughs> right. Because they, I, I could imagine I read some of the comments because see, for me, I'm like... I'd be concerned about the new plant moms. I'd be like, is y'all all right? Like, do you know, like, you know how to say that plant? Like, do you know what that is? And I thought it was so cool that I feel like I'm about to go on a few tangents, but it's fine. Just bear with us. So I love the whole concept of you producing content in the way that you do and even offering the opportunity to educate people on how they can also make their videos really fly and all that good stuff. But then you got into plants, which we're going to come back to that. But you get into plants, right? And then you start making videos about it. About how soon after you got reignited, then you started making videos. How close together were those two? It was pretty close together because, I don't know, for me, my channel is about documenting my life Mm -hmm. as close-ish to real time as possible. I'm not trying to be epic about it. But as I'm learning new things or exploring a new idea or theme, I want to like document discoveries as I find them. 
Mm-hmm. And so I had done a video on the channel because I knew everybody was home. This was during the height of quarantine, like March. So everyone's freaking oh. out. Everybody's at home. And I what was like, time. yeah, what a time. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I want to just make a video showing all the plants in my apartment. And I had recently had a really bad gnat infestation. Mm. And that was what helped me find LECA or semi-hydroponics. And then as I started learning about that and trying new things in that, within like a month, I made my first video about like, so here is LECA for people who don't know anything about LECA, i.e. me. <laughs> right? <laughs> we going to figure this out together is Basically. the vibe that I was getting. Yes. <laughs> and that's why I'm saying like, I appreciate that so much because it's, it's very much, let's grow together. Yeah. I too don't know what I'm doing, but... <laughs> I can make a cute video about it. Yeah, but I got a camera, so here we go. Yeah, and we can we could talk about it together in the comments. We can learn from each other. Yeah. And like you said, you know, people came through with like all the science. I oh know they came through with like they just throw in the botanical books at you and stuff like, girl, this is what you need to do and that and this. But a gnat infestation is definitely I've heard that before as kind of like the point that got someone interested in Leica, in the, what do we call it, semi-hydroponic life? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I've heard so many terms, I'm still kind of like, so which one's what we saying, or? <laughs> Let me keep it real, with, with you and everybody listening, y'all, I don't know that much about Leica, like, everybody's been talking about it, I remember, what I say about Leica, this is, this is just my connection to it, is I remember going to Ikea way before I gave a shit about plants, and noticing the Leica balls, like, what is that? And why is that over here? Is this what y'all be doing with plants? Like, well, I don't understand this. I can say that I understand better now, especially after having watched your videos. Thanks for that. You helped me. But <laughs> I still have not yet quite dabbled in it. I'm gonna go ahead and use your code because I know you got like the codes, right? You got an Amazon shop. Yeah, I got Amazon shop. Boom, shakalaka. So I need to just get into that and get me some because it's just kind of been sitting in my cart like, you don't do this or not. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing that I also remember remarking is they don't have Leica, if I'm not mistaken. They don't carry Leica in big box stores, which I find to be very strange. Have you noticed that? I've gone to a couple different plant shops or like home department, you know, like Home Depot adjacent that Uh vibe they'll have some growing mediums like they'll have moss you know like people want to put the moss on top of stuff Mm -hmm. or like the pebbles to limit like i'm looking at one of my plants right now i have pebbles on it because i was trying to get the gnats to go away so the little pebbles or whatever oh cute yeah yeah they have all that stuff and then they also have like the husk the choir husk i think so yeah yeah but they never have the hydrotone pebbles which Mm. i'm like okay, this is not that far off. You're Like y'all are basically at it, you know? I think they'll get there. If we have more videos coming out, you know how the algorithms go. As soon as I watch your Laker video, then here comes 17 other people trying to tell me what to do with it. And I'm just like, y'all, damn, like, let me get there on my own. But once they recognize the trend, because you know how these big box retailers go. Once they yeah. see that there's an interest, uh, significant interest in people buying it, then they'll they'll go ahead and get it on their shelves because they figure you already in here for a drill or some new light fixtures or whatever. So you might as well come and get your Leica. Boom, we got you. So you mentioned that you're in San Antonio, right? Yep. Which is, I can't exactly say what zone that is, but it's a hot 
situation. Are you familiar with hardiness zones? I Googled mine once upon a time uh-huh. and was like, oh, cool, numbers that I don't know what they mean. But yeah, yeah now I know. <laughs> that applies primarily to if you were doing things outside. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, I'm not, I don't mm-hmm. have a garden or anything. So I'm 8B. I feel like I'm an 8B, actually. So really, you know, it's just a matter of like, like I said, that's more of an outdoor thing. You get to control your climate and your temperature inside. Do you have a humidifier? I don't, but that's what? because I have a dehumidifier, but <laughs> not a humidifier. But that's because in Texas, usually in general, we stay kind of humid. Is it humid throughout the whole state? Because Texas is so damn big. It is not. I would venture to guess that the further north you go, the less humid it is and more like dry. And then the further west you go, so like West Texas, it's like straight up desert over there. El Paso um, and shit. Yeah, it's, it's like desert. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been there and it was exactly what you said it was. Yeah. Flat and dry and boring to drive through. Because I, I think I mentioned before we got started that I was a trucker. My listeners yes. pretty much are aware of that, but like, ciao. <laughs> what a freaking, what is the word I'm looking for? Like a culture shock, for lack of a better word, to have always been on the East Coast and be accustomed to tree-lined highways. And the first time that you ever go west and you just notice that there's no trees, it's uncomfortable. I don't know how to explain that. So, <laughs> so Lake of Videos, growing, going on this journey with you. How has that been received by your audience. I know that they know, hey, whatever she's doing, she's gonna tell us about it. So they know that this is a lifestyle kind of shift, but I'm just curious as to how your plant journey has perhaps maybe even inspired some of your audience. It's been pretty overwhelmingly positive. I've actually stumbled into a trend on YouTube that I actually didn't even realize. Plant tube. Yeah, I had no idea about plant tube. So, and I like, I wasn't, you know, some two YouTubers will kind of go and like, I'm gonna chase a trend and like kind of hop into it. Yeah. I, d- I honestly was just kind of like, it was organic. Can I make? Yeah. And I've actually grown significantly because of the plant content. You gotta so, go, girl. Cause what, what is this milestone that you're coming up on? I'm almost at, I think my next milestone is like 60,000 subscribers. Oh, shit. So, I remember watching a recent video where you said you were coming up on 50. Yeah. So you already, it's like, check that one off. Yeah. I'm Go at around plant two. 56K. Okay. Tell us the name of your channel. It's my name. <laughs> Holly. Oh, so that's so easy. If you can read yes. the title of this episode, then you can find her on YouTube. But yeah, so go find her on there. And even if you don't look at her planty videos, any video will do because like just from the intro, it's like, oh, this is going to be, I feel very calm all of a sudden. I'm okay. I'm going to tune in for a while. You know what I mean? And yes. so loving that, but you know, we, we established that already. That is so dope that you have found your spot in there. The term that I wanted to bring up earlier, but let's just get into it now is what I've been calling the plantdemic. The plantdemic is the rise in popularity in houseplants as a result of the quarantine. Oh, okay. So that is what the plantdemic is, but it's just a term that I've been using very jokingly. You looked concerned. You were like, the plantdemic? Oh, okay. shit, girl. Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. Are the spider mites <laughs> coming back? <laughs> no, no, no. 
as soon as I saw that you had a plant video, and let me go back a little bit further. I told y'all it's kind of tangent like, but it's also we're telling a story at the same time. Just just trust me. But when I first came across you as Halise, it was on Say It Loud with Evelyn from the Internet, who cool. who don't love her yeah. Internet cousins. Very right. True. Leo's and are like that. They're very lovable. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, say it loud. Oh, this sounds like some real black shit. Like, let me see what's what's happening here. And then I'm watching it and it's a good time. And it's like it's, you know, it's educational, but it's it's very kind of tongue in cheek. And so that is how I came to find her. So then when I'm just casually browsing my YouTubes and you know how the algorithm tries to tell you what to do with your life. And then I see your plant video and I'm like, I don't think she's been doing this. So let me see if the suspicion is correct. And it turns out you were like, I'm a newbie. And I knew that you were, <laughs> I knew you was a new plant mom because you were saying, what, what were you saying, Monastera? Yeah. <laughs> I was yes. like, yeah, she knew. She real knew. <laughs> so I kind of felt like, you know, it was like you had just got to, you was a new kid in school yeah. and you uh, you was coming into the cafeteria. And I was just like, no, girl, come on and sit over here. It's, it's all good. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, yeah, she knew. She knew it. And, and that is generally how the plant community overall, like wherever you're at, even if it's offline, that is generally how the plant community receives people who get into it because we be so hardcore about it. We just be happy to have another person <laughs> That's to awesome. geek out about plants with. That's have awesome. you recognized that in your experience? I mean, I think I became just indoctrined because I found PlantTube because I was looking up the solution for gnats. And I was on YouTube just oh. like looking up like, how do you get rid of these gnats? And that dove me into just like all these plant tubers and like, yeah, how epic they are and just everything. Right. And then it, I found this little weird corner of the internet that was like LECA. And I was like, oh, we weird. Can, huh? okay. I was like, you can grow stuff not in soil. In soil? Hold, up, hold up a minute. What? And you have to wrap your mind around it. Yeah, I was like, I need a minute. Hold on. And then I was wow. like, oh, people have been doing this with orchids for a minute. What? Like it Orchids. Just, yeah, it just blew my mind. Oh, I was just like, this is crazy. And, and I actually, I made a video about why I found myself so obsessed with it. Because for me, it was kind of like, this was also around the time that George Floyd died and all that kind of stuff, too. Oh, that was and rough. so I was like, oh, in this way, Lekka was a paradigm shift for me. And it's the same kind of paradigm shift that like the rest of read the white people are kind of going through right now where they oh. were like, oh, my country is kind of like not that. Whoa. So for me, the Lekka thing. Yeah. The, for me, the Lekka thing was like oh, I was holding a truth that for the most part, plants can be grown in soil. And that was like my truth. And now I am being told that that is actually not a truth, actually, all the way. That's a half truth. I'm trying to hold on to my way because now you're blowing my (laughs) mind with this connection that you just made. That was, wow. That's just what made me super obsessed with like it because it was like, oh, things can change. Like you can learn something new completely and like. Right. It could be something that you're completely unfamiliar with, but yet still be entirely true. Yeah. I just feel like a word is bubbling up in me. You just said a word right there when you you made a connection between George Floyd and Laka. Only on Black in the Garden, y'all. You heard it here first. (laughs) okay, and foremost, that's amazing because like really, truly 
I feel like I want to unpack that a little bit. But at the same time, I feel like you said everything that needed to be said, which is that something can be true that was outside of your scope of knowledge that once you actually go and explore it, then you can benefit, you know, or you can change your whole way of of living. Did you get rid of the nets? I did. I have a few. There was one that popped up the other day, but I think it's because my mother-in-law gave me a new plant for my birthday. She mm. gave me another ZZ plant. And Hold think, up now. You know, when you get stuff in the mail, like, and it's Texas. We have so many bugs. It's just hard. <laughs> I, we the are bugs rich in bugs out here. There, listen, biodiversity is very real in Texas. It is very so, real. Oh, snap. So, all right. Okay. So... Your new plant mom. And, yeah. and we know that this is not something that you're hiding, obviously. But are you familiar with the whole concept of how to kind of like check your plants at the door? See. Maybe even quarantine them before you put them. Because see, you go ahead. Educate is, me. Go ahead. Here's the red flag, right? <laughs> the red flag is mother-in-law bought me a new plant and she <laughs> set it over here next to all the rest of my plants. It's just like, uh, I heard the record scratch in my head like, no, sis, you got okay. to like put it somewhere if you're gonna bring it in the house at the very least keep it separate from the rest of the plants it it looks all up over here with the rest (laughs) y'all because we're on zoom so i can see it and so it's right here yeah i'm gonna be optimistic oh she's cute oh let me see the pot now hold it up hold it up oh that is cute isn't this a cute pot too did she bring the pot in the plant i can't remember what service yeah i can't remember what service it is but it came like now this dirt looks suspect as hell like mm. it looks like the quality looks trash but you know uh-oh they just and needed so, to get it here so boom yeah because they weren't so much concerned about the longevity of the plant i could imagine yeah. but yeah so definitely to to you halise as well as anyone who is either a not aware or b has not been doing this and wondering like why are these weird ass bugs keep just popping up out of nowhere every time i come from the plant shop girl yeah. because you put all your new plants right next to the other plants and they might not be as healthy as you think. Or, you know, you could just be introducing some elements to your situation. And now that you say that, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, let's make another connection. Because the the term that has been used is quarantining the plants. Wow. We, if we, we understand what quarantine is. <laughs> Listen, we didn't know quarantine before 2020. We definitely (laughs) get that now. So it's it's being hyper aware of creating a separate space to make sure that we if I say inoculate, is that the wrong choice of words? Ooh, don't ask me. Probably. Okay, never mind. Never mind. We're not gonna turn this into a freaking uh (laughs) English quiz. But you get what I'm saying, is like don't bring them too close to the other babies because now you got to go get some neem oil. I have that on lock. What's your neem routine? I do a combo. I have like the concentrated neem oil. Mm -hmm. Like I don't think you can technically pour it down the drain or anything. Like it's epic. It's a little epic. I have a little spray bottle that I have about, I think it's like a tablespoon of neem oil in. And then I also put like a mm. tablespoon of like Dawn soap and then fill the rest with water, shake it oh. up. And so it's like a combo. And I'd be spritzing like the first layer of soil, kind of mix, spritz, mix, spritz, mix. But I only have like three plants in soil in the apartment now. The rest are okay. in like a, so I'm also Do just not as scared now? anymore. 
that helps too because you feel more confident by now is that yeah. true I do I feel uh, I went through a downswing like as a beginner I had just like I was blessed and highly favored as a beginner in the LECA system <laughs> and I was doing really well. And then I got cocky and I definitely lost or came close to losing a few plants in the system. The and I was rot. like, check yourself, girl, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> no. Before you wreck these plants as well. Yeah. And so I had to like take a whole step back and be like, don't, don't get cocky, Hollies. Let's talk about that. You, you, <laughs> What did you call it? Did you call it a Pila? Which I thought was adorable because I call it Pilea, but that's also in my notes. It's just the concept of plant pronunciation. Yeah. It really is tomato, tomato. Is it? Okay. It, it truly is. It's like, it matters, but like, as long as If you I know what I'm have, talking about. <laughs> I know what you were talking about. Yeah, you know I what plant I'm talking was, about? I... <laughs> And it helps that I'm looking at a video. So it's like, oh, yeah, I can identify that. I just say it a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? But do people be trying to check you, like, acting kind of stank about, oh, that's not how you say it. Yes. Oh, no. So I said Hoya Crimson Crown? Queen. Mm -hmm. I said queen when it's crown or something like that. Like, I got that wrong. But I was like, y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Right. You didn't (laughs) come here for science. And then, of course, as we know, Monastera said that wrong. And even though I corrected myself in the video, people were still like, you said it wrong. It's like, yeah, I know. I put it in the video. <laughs> but do you know what that is, though, when, when they have to come all the way into your comments in order to check you? I'm using air quotes here. That's them feeling. That's their ego. That really don't have nothing to do with them being so concerned about you saying that word right. We True. see y'all. Y'all know who y'all are. <laughs> Correcting people. The newbies, like, let them figure out how to take care of the damn plant before you go correcting them <laughs> on how to say it. It's just like, do we even really know? Like, as long as you can identify it to the point where you're able to get the the accurate information on how to take care of it. Yeah. That matters most. You familiar with old school Jodeci, right? Come and talk to me. Yes. yes okay. Yes. That was one of the songs that came up for me early in my plant journey when I would be trying to identify the plants. I'd just be like, how does that song go? I, I want to know your name. You know what I'm saying? I want to know you. Don't get me started on that. Because <laughs> then the veins go pop out my neck if I do the KC too hard. But yeah, we need to know their names. You know what I'm saying? We need to whisper sweet uh, 90s vibes into their foliage to make sure that we are able to understand who you are so that we know what you require. And so I remember you also did uh, help me identify the plants video. And so you guys look back to the ones who be hating. All right. When she makes it or when someone actually asks, hey, what is this? Or, hey, how do you say this? That's the appropriate time to chime in. Hey, there you right? go. Right? Look, that's a life lesson right there. Boom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Unsolicited advice. And Snaps. for me, I've definitely been an unsolicited advice giver. So that was something that I had to check myself on in growing in maturity, right? So in that situation where you said, hey, help me identify these, how? what was the response there? Oh, it was like, I mean, within the first day I had... Mm-hmm every answer that I needed. It was also interesting because there was also conflicting identifications in the comments. 
That's fun for me. Well, was that fun for you though? Because it's fun for me for a different reason. It was fun for me because I would look it up and it was just like, dag, it really could be. Which plant is this though? Like really? Because y'all both seem right based on what I'm looking at in the Googles. So. Well, you have to ask an expert. Now you're you're on Black in the Garden, so you're officially connected to this incredible network of soil cousins, right? <laughs> you, you see, you see how Evelyn influenced me because I was like, wait a minute, we got to make sure we bring our audience in. We are family here, so that was easy for me. But yeah, our soil cousins, girl, they be knowing stuff. Just use the hashtag Black in the Garden, and hopefully somebody will come in with their cape on and be like, that's what planet is, girl. So. <laughs> Thank you. So, okay. So your, it's not videography, but your video making and your content creation, right? Mm -hmm. With the plants, has it been simple or difficult for you to film or photograph plants? Mm. I definitely do more than I usually do for a typical video, especially if it's like the explanation type video where I'm trying to explain the process that I'm using for something or go through each plant. It's usually a two camera setup. I usually have full lights and gear up, oh. monitors and like all that kind of stuff because it does, I feel like in order to have that sort of organic close knit conversation, I need to kind of do it in one go. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also want to be able to have the cut to close-ups and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it does end up usually being more of an actual like production rather than with the vlogs. Ooh. I always just feel like I have my camera and I'm just kind of documenting. And then in the editing room is kind of how I piece it together. Interesting. See, I'm yeah. glad that I asked that. And so that ties into what I was getting ready to ask after that. As you're a storyteller... How do you incorporate the plants into your storytelling or do have you felt like you've had an interesting or compelling story to tell either about a plant or your plant journey or, you know, making a connection between like growth? You know what I'm saying? Like this human connection that we have between us and the live plant thingies. So I think for the most part, I feel like most of the plant videos so far have been very tutorial based. Yeah. But... Again, with the why I'm so obsessed with LECA video, where I essentially tie it to Black Lives Matter, that was me definitely figuring out how can I incorporate my true passion, which is storytelling, into this thing that I'm very interested in. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I think that video is definitely a testament to me figuring out how to incorporate storytelling into the plants for sure. And you did an incredible job there because I didn't catch that one. And so when you brought that on here and when you dropped that bomb on here, I was just like, yo, that was a story that was meant to definitely help us connect some dots here on Black in the Garden. So I am very appreciative of that. So, okay. So we talked about me. Well, not making sure, but we talked about naming the plants correctly and and getting started on this journey. Wait a second. I feel so ridiculous right now because I feel like I know I asked you when plants became an important, when you realized that they became an important part of your life. Mm-hmm. And I understand when you got those first palms in the home that you lived in before you live where you are now. But when it comes to the plantemic, Tie it together for us in how the hunkering down, the quarantining, how that changed your relationship with plants or how that kind of upped your plant mom hoodness. Mm. Not a word. I think 
with the pandemic, it gave me time in a weird kind of way. I was also in a weird spot when, when COVID officially made landfall onto this continent. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> We're going with it. I was actually, I had taken a sabbatical from doing traditional video production work because I had just finished a show at the end of 2019 mm-hmm. and I was taking a break from just that. And so I had saved enough money to take six months off from doing traditional production work like that. And I wanted to just kind of focus on the channel and just kind of see where that went for six months. And that's like my way of taking a break because I can't actually just take a break. And so it was in the midst of all of that. And then COVID hit. And I was like, wow, I'm glad I decided to think more presently and take a break because if I I hadn't, I would have been forced to take a break anyway. So I'm glad I actually kind of low-key just ended up planning for a break. And then... Oh, it just fell right into place. Yeah, it did kind of. I'm grateful. And then I started paying attention. Like, it was like, oh, I have time to be really annoyed with the gnats and, like, fix this. Okay. do research and figure it out. Back to the gnats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, (laughs) again, this apartment is, like, so concrete heavy. Something had happened where I think, I don't know if we went out of town or something, but there was a point where I put all the plants on the porch to water them. Mm-hmm. I could see how, even though we hadn't like moved out of the apartment, how much just they added to the space. Oh, yeah. You it's like I mean? naked when you took yeah. them outside. Well, it just felt really sterile in here. Because when so- you have a whole concrete, like I can see, you can see in her video, she has a concrete wall, but yeah. it's concrete like through and through in there and that gives you an institutional vibe it really does and so yeah that was when I was like dang I like I doesn't it's not that I want plants in here it's that I need plants in this apartment Important <laughs> that's the only way this works to know. <laughs> wow so I was just like I need to invest in them and take care of them and care <laughs> and not look at you educating the masses on Laka Myself included, because I'm just like, I'm still trying to get there. But wow. okay. so what do you envision as like an ideal planting space? I really like the location of this apartment. I am in a really great spot downtown, close enough to the heart of San Antonio, but just like a smidge out. So it's not too crazy time USA. I can walk to a lot of places. It's just really nice. Really, and the, the general design of this apartment, too, is like really pretty. They have like wild Texas jasmine growing all over the place, and they have oh. philodendrons growing all over the place. And like, oh, we love those. Yeah, it's really green, really pretty. They've done a lot to the grounds to make them just very, like, just really pretty. Mm-hmm. But I really do miss having a dedicated, like, outdoor space, like a yeah. backyard. And For sure. I really enjoy the Mexican style of backyards, which is more like the backyard is an extension of your home house. Like it's another living room, but it's like an outdoor living room, basically. Best goals for sure. Yeah. And so I really want to like cultivate that. And my husband loves to grill. He is, uh, he is also Latinx. So he loves to grill. He loves to like do the traditional machismo things. Mm. So, but without the misogyny. So... (laughs) job yeah so I really I I do miss that I would really like to get back to that and I would love to garden again like actually be like my grandfather like your granddaddy mm-hmm. and grow Aww. vegetables and stuff like 
it comes pretty naturally to me, that stuff. That just made me see we we wrapping up now, but I almost got a little choked up because I'm like, look at us as much as I feel like I went on every single tangent I possibly could (laughs) to the point where I looked down and I was like, oh, shit, we've been okay. let's it is time to wrap up. But somehow we still tied it all together because you started talking about your grandfather. And that is where we close. Look at that. We did good here. Tell us how we can support you, how we can keep up with you, follow you. What do we need to do? You got something coming up, something we need to know about? The big thing is YouTube. That's kind of what I'm focused on hardcore right now. So Mm -hmm. youtube.com slash Halise, H-A-L-L-E-A-S-E. If you just Google my name, I'm going to come up. Because there's not too many of y'all. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Subscribe, follow, blah, blah, blah. And then... (laughs) Instagram is the other place you can find me when I'm not on YouTube. And that is H-A-L-L-E-A-S-E dot MP4. That's my handle on that. If you Mm -hmm. feel so inclined, no pressure because, wow, pandemics in this economy. Support your girl on Patreon, patreon.com slash Halise. Early access to videos, private weekly vlogs, all that sort of fun stuff. I am exclusive. Low-key high key trying to get a web series off the ground right now you should with a certain cousin so if don't get me excited want to support on patreon that'd be really cool i'm trying to like apply to grants production grants for it and mm-hmm. see if i can get it like funded funded but either way hashtag irregardless as she would say okay i'm gonna try to get her done <laughs> as we say down here in texas <laughs> i believe that you will i don't see how you could fail i mean you're you're a manifester right you we be manifesting so yeah, let's yeah. let's just continue to manifest and it's going to be amazing it's going to be lit i'm excited i'm just like well let me hop on over to the patreon because i was telling her before we got started i don't know how to do that i mean <laughs> Like, I'm sorting it out, but you guys, I'm doing my best. So thank you so much for putting all that out there for us. Y'all make sure that you go support in all the ways that you possibly can. Share. If you can't do nothing else, just share. Just share. It helps. Oh, that helps a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Mm. there's, there's ways that we can be useful. All right. But, you know, as we close Black in the Garden, my sincere wish for you is love, light, and soil. 